These on episodes have become my favorite because we can just talk. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it. Um, Brian and I talk all the time anyway, and so this is just a way for us to kind of cheat it a little bit and talk and get content and have fun. Which We're really it's more always like second fun. spouses. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun, but this is kind of like the unstructured fun I think that sometimes we need. Because Brian and I used to talk like this, and I used to edit this stuff out. I used to just be like, oh, well, we're recording, but this is not the episode. And I kind of thought, let's, and even Brian thought, let's just record these and we'll call them something else. Well, because it's natural, you're not thinking like, now I'm going to make this lovely point and it's going to sound like this. Right. It just comes out. Right. So I was telling this story and I told Brian, I said, you know what? I want to record this story because I think it's like an uplifting story, yet... I think we would all hope to be this guy, this this way. So I know this one guy comes down every every uh, winter from Ohio, and he is ninety seven years old. <clears throat> his grandson is my age; he's forty three, and his grandson is also named Josh. So it's kind of fun because I talk to him a lot. And so he came down, and he was, he came down this week, and he was talking to me, Brian. And he goes. Oh, you know what I did today? I'm like, no, what did you do? His name is Al, Al which is funny because that's my grandfather's name and my dad's name too. Well, L is my dad's name, but you know, whatever, close enough. So it's funny because he goes, Josh, I went uh, jet skiing. I'm like, you did? And he's like, yeah. He goes, old guy like me, get on a jet ski. He goes, that was pretty fun. He goes, I went with my grandson. <clears throat> and I said, the guy let you get on the jet ski? He's like, sure, you know? And this is a guy, just to let you know, that I've seen him on his roof. He's doing stuff that, like, I wouldn't even do. And <laughs> <laughs> so I asked him, I said, when was the last time you were on a jet ski? Because he told me, he goes, oh, the jet ski's changed a lot. And I'm like, well, when was the last time you were on there? He goes, I don't know, like 50 years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, 50 years ago, that's seven years before I was born. So that's like 71 he was on a jet ski. <laughs> and he was like 47 when he was on a jet ski. <laughs> he's that's still older fun. than me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but he's just this guy that like he even tells me, he goes, I'm really blessed. Um, his wife passed away a few years ago. And his he's uh, he hasn't outlived any of his children yet. But I've talked to some of his kids who are in their se- six, late 60s, early 70s now. And it's kind of a really weird perspective to see someone that elderly and like that, like all there and just with it. Like he just loves doing stuff. And I think I I think that's kind of something that we should all kind of like strive to be. Right, Brian? Oh, nobody dreams of being in their bed not doing well or not being able to move. And that was one thing I think I think we talked about before, like I said to you. Once I said, you know, I would love getting old as long as I could do all the stuff I want to do. And that's this what this guy's doing. I mean, and he's definitely like slowing down. I mean, this is a, like he's had some health scares and stuff, but he's never been sick that I've since I've known him. I know him for like 10 years. And so I thought for sure, you know, one of these days I'm going to come over and this guy's not going to be here. But he always comes back. So I'm like, eh, keep going. That's you know? pretty good. Yeah. You just keep going. And I know three guys in their 90s, and they're all like that. And it's kind of interesting. It would be interesting to get them all together. (laughs) We will take the mobile rig out. We're going to try to do that because that (laughs) would be fun. You know what? When you're saying that, I think about the fact that people just inspire people by being who they are. 
I guarantee you that the 94-year-old didn't necessarily wake up to go, you know, this other guy named Josh, the same age as my grandchild, I'm going to inspire him today. It, no. He's just himself. It's, it's a very it's natural also, outworking. It, it is. And it's also funny. I, I was thinking of this, like, his perspective on, like, problems and things. Like, you know, I'm stressed a little bit. And he's just like, yeah, Josh, it's going to be fine. You know, you're you're good. <laughs> you know, I and then I realized, well, yeah, this guy's lived through, you know, World War Two, all these other wars and everything has always been OK. Like it, it'll always work out. Right. It may not be great. And it, there might be problems you have to deal with, but he's still here. So he's like he goes, look, the problems you're having, they're like nothing, man. You know, <laughs> like that's what he's thinking in his mind. I, I, I can just see his like inner workings, you know, it's like. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm glad take... he's gracious he though, to you yeah. where he's not like going, Josh, what's the matter with you? Because he probably remembers what it was like to be at some point, you know, well, 50 years ago, 43 years ago, whatever the number is, like <laughs> he remembers what that was like. Yeah. I mean, he's just a cool dude. And I don't know if like anybody else has ever like talked to older people, but I have always talked to old people and I've always found them fascinating. And I think when I was younger, I think it was more of a, like, how could you be this old thing? But now it's, like, more, like, I wish I, w- I will be like that. And when I'm like that, because I totally anticipate being like that, but I want to be that guy that's like, ah, it's no big deal to the younger people. And just be like, you know what, it's going to be okay. And I think sometimes people just need to hear that, you know? Well, you already say that to people. You're like, it's going to be okay, especially to me. <laughs> I do. Yeah, Brian's a little high strung because he didn't know anybody out there. <laughs> hey, not all the time, just, uh, you know, Monday through Friday and sometimes on the weekends. But <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, no. You've gotten, Brian's gotten way more mellow as he's gotten older, which. I attribute directly to his wife and his two children because if it was just Brian, I think uh, it would have been it would have been a hard road, you know. For me, yeah. If nobody else right. but me, I'll tell you this: we had a at our high school reunion. One of them, the more uh, the most recent one, which is twenty years, yeah, which we're a few years past that now. <laughs> Sitting at the table with what we called the guys, and you know we were just sharing. And my, our friend Will said, so you're not as pig-headed anymore, Brian. I'm like, well, actually, I didn't argue with him because he's correct. I'm not as pig-headed. Was that by my choice? No, it was not by my choice. It, no. Life broke the, broke the back of things in me that you learn the hard way. And it does and you learn. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, is this vitriol worth the yeah. outcome? Right. And you start to go, you know, it's not. I don't have <laughs> the excess energy to burn anymore. No. In the same way, I'm like, you know what? I got to pause and think about it. That was actually me this week. I actually, uh, I said something to Mel, I usually, my wife, Melanie, which I usually don't say. Because um, she was com- like, not really complaining, but she was kind of like unloading a little bit of the stress of the holidays. Because we're, we record this, we're into the holidays here. And I said to her, look, I said, Melanie, I love you, but I don't have the time or the bandwidth this week or next to worry about, um, if you're worried about the gifts that we've bought in people or, you know, if they're not good enough or if there's something going out, I don't have that time. <laughs> and quite frankly, I don't care. 
So this is what's going to happen. We're giving these gifts. They don't like it. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I know my wife, too, that she gets a little um, high strung. She gets she starts getting anxious, just starts thinking stuff over and over. And I'm like, just stop thinking about it. It's it is what it is. It's not about gifts anyway, but it's always about that, you know, because we have younger nieces and nephews. And so that are coming for Christmas. So we're trying to make a good Christmas experience for them. But I told her, I said, do you remember when you had good Christmases, quote unquote? I go, it was always the thing where something happened and it wasn't planned and it was the fun stuff. That's the stuff kids remember. That's the stuff adults remember. And so like, that's like when I'm talking to this old guy too, I'm just thinking to myself, he didn't plan his whole life like this. This is no way. No, I mean, this is just the way it turned out and he just embraces it. So maybe we should just, that's something that we can learn is just kind of embrace life. Like as it's happening, like you don't always have to change things, right? It's just, it is what it is. You're, you're always experiencing your life right now Mm -hmm. and things happen in the past. They will happen in the future, but your awareness of those things is right now. And so I know I have been guilty of not being present in a moment because my mind is drifting off into other other realms, yeah. Yes. And you know, I'll tell you, it's become more of a thing now with me trying to say, can I just be present here? Can I kind of slow the roll of my mind? Yeah. To just stop and it's enjoy hard. the moment. It's hard sometimes. Really hard. Yeah. One thing I do, which I'm a notorious non-photo taker. My wife loves to document things in photos. Yeah. Now, I lived with a, a legend, legendary Hollywood stuntman for three months of my life in California in 2002. And never There are zero photo? pictures from that time. <laughs> no, because, well, I right. mean, there wasn't a smartphone then. And I think there's and a lot I didn't of guys are like that anyway. Like, we, had, we were lucky and blessed to have a friend like Will because our friend Will actually took photos when we were all together. He's never in any of the photos because he's always one taking them. <laughs> right yeah and he had long enough arms he could have been in like the days of pre-selfies you know, yeah but those were it. like yeah we didn't have selfies back like nobody even thought of that idea it was just kind of no. like oh but i remember that thing like not taking photos and my wife has made me more cognizant of that like she's like take photos like get your camera out and take photos and i'm like yeah but there's gonna be like crappy photos she goes someday you're gonna want to look at these photos and you know we had a we had a dog that we had a that recently passed away after 18 years, and we took a lot of photos of that dog, and I'm glad we did because now I can go oh yeah that's what that was like this is what this is like, or even with my grandparents when I have old photos of them you know I just love looking at those photos and like my dad's dad, we don't have any photos of him old, because he refused to get his picture taken, mm. and that was kind of like. I love like that idea of just like taking photos of people. <laughs> and so like, that's what I do now. I just like get my phone out and be like, doom, doom. if they're sleeping, I take a photo of them. Not like in a creepy sense, right? No, <laughs> so, no, like... <laughs> just like, oh, oh, you got a photo or you're walking to the car. I got a photo, you know, <laughs> I do that kind of stuff. And Mel's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just taking a photo. You know, that old thing, like you take a picture to last longer. I'm like, it does actually. <laughs> Fair, you know. I told my wife I'm in real big trouble if I get like hit on the head and don't remember my life because I live it in my mind. I have memories, and I appreciate photos, but I'm just not the person to do it because here's here's why. 
um, years ago, I was in a professional setting. I worked in hospitality. And coming through to give a, a particular speech was the president of the United States. I won't say the president's name just because it doesn't matter who it is. It's like, it's the president. Right. It's a pretty big deal. It's a big deal. Yep. Now, I had a, my phone camera to be able to try to record him driving by sure. in the presidential limo, right? Just to wave. Now, there are a few people out there that were waving, and I wanted to wave at the president. I mean, kind of fun, just because you just walk outside the building, and there you are, because it was at the hotel I was at. You know, I spent more time trying to film it than enjoy it, and yeah. so I missed my opportunity. You I'm like, you know, I- the moment. I made a decision yeah. right then and there that I am not going to miss engaging in the moment by trying to film me trying to engage in the moment. That's a really good, that's a good thing too. But at the same time, I understand that. Like I understand. And I think it, that's one thing like, like God bless our wives because they understand that living in the moment and living for tomorrow is a thing. Like, so like we want to live in the moment. Yeah, we're doing that. But then we're also multitasking to take the pictures so you can look at it later. Like, I just don't think that way. And I know you don't either. And so, like, God bless people in our lives that do because that's kind of fun. It it benefits your life because I right. know. I, you know, Josh, though, like, going back to the comment where you said Mel's concerned about how the holidays are going to go. Right. And I'm telling you what, folks, just who's ever listening right now, Josh and I have a very uncomplicated relationship. Mm-hmm. And... As I've been married for, you know, 16 years now, I realize that a lot of women have a lot of complicated relationships with other women. Yeah. Now, this has become an unfolding saga to me, like <laughs> learning it all. And like Josh and I made this deal years ago, and this is guys. He said to me, you're going to know everything is good unless I tell you otherwise. Otherwise, just assume it's good. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Because I asked him one time, I said like, are you okay, good? man? He's like, no, I'm good. He said, if we have to ever talk about anything, I'll let you know. I said, gotcha. And we've operated from that premise ever since. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> it works good for for us. Yeah. But it doesn't, It. but women have different dynamics. And everybody's got their own relational thing that they right. find cadence of. But, and I'm glad that they're in our life to be able to do that. But I'm telling you, there are so many things that I missed I didn't realize I missed it until I realized had somebody else who didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah. And I am like, I am dense. As oh a yeah. Stone wall. No, I'm so dense too, Brian. Like I will, I will like notice if someone gets a haircut or something like, yeah, I noticed that. But I mean, things can go by and I have no idea. I mean, none. And somebody's like, Oh, did you notice this, this and this? I'm like, no, not at all. And I quite honestly, <laughs> didn't care. And it's not that I didn't care about it. It's just that it wasn't important to me, right? Because I was engaging with a person on a different level or whatever. I didn't care about that little minutia thing. So it didn't, it didn't like trigger something in my head where I'm like, oh, I should care about that, right? So until someone says, well, you know, they were kind of hurt because you didn't notice this and this. I'm like, no, I actually noticed it. I just didn't think it was something to talk about. Yeah, and you didn't give it the, the importance in that. You didn't elevate it to the importance you thought it was that they thought it was. And so that was one, that's one thing about like, I think it's just different in the, in, in men and women are different and it's just things that are important or should require more attention to one group doesn't always, you know, besiege that on the other. You know what I mean? 
It's like yeah. you don't always think that way. You're like, oh, well, I'm good. You know, it's like the old guy. The old guy's telling me stuff. Half the stuff he's telling me is honestly like it's not something I'm personally invested in yet. Like, I'm not on Medicare. I'm not on this. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I don't care about getting up at noon every day or whatever time he gets up. I'm sure this guy gets up at crack of dawn, but, um, you know. But I'm just saying that that kind of stuff. But I can still kind of relate to it. And so I think that's important, like just relating to stuff with people, you know, or finding, finding the, finding the way to relate to them. Yeah. The that's not down. always a natural thing. No, and you it's know, not always the natural thing. When I grew up, I was the only child and I was my, both my parents were the youngest born and they adopted me late. So that meant that all my first cousins were older than me. Older. Yeah. And then it meant that all my second cousins were younger than me. And I spent a lot of time with adults so I learned older language, if that makes sense, to be able to yes. talk to them and well, Brian, hear their well, references. I'll, give it a, I'll just give it a real quick thing. Brian, one of his words was cattywampus. And uh, oh, that yeah. took me a long while to understand what that actually meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like today, if we had if we had Google, I would have been Googling that stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got to go to the bathroom, Brian. Uh, what's cattywampus? Cattywampus. <laughs> <laughs> but... That kind of stuff was like because because Brian hung out with kids his own age, me, Eric, our other friends, Will and and Russ and John. But he also grew up with older people. And I grew up with older people, but I had two younger brothers. And we had we didn't have any cousins in our house. But I had a lot of kids I hung out with in the neighborhood. And Brian, you didn't really have too many kids you hung hang out with, did you? When you were real, no, like, I hung out know, with you. Yeah, with us, that was it. I mean, really, you yeah. know, that was that. They, you, these guys became brothers because. Mm-hmm. Do you think there were any other siblings walking around? No, right. I mean, if there no. are, somewhere out there, you know, I mean, I, I mean, you me. might, yeah, you might have <laughs> biological siblings, but not people you know. No, and so that my frame of reference is like I'd go talk to Josh, or I'd go talk to right. Will, or I'd go talk to whomever. That was. Those relationships. I think when you're adopted and you are in that frame and then you're an only child and in that frame, those relationships are your close relationships. Sure. It's almost by choice. You're stuck with your brothers. Oh, yeah. Come hell or high water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now that we're adults, I don't have to interact with them if I don't want to. But I understand what you're saying. They're still my brothers <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. That. Yeah. Going back to uh, the 94-year-old, who I've not met, but I'd no. like to meet this guy. Yeah. It's really interesting. Honestly, when I was little, I think because I was around older people generally, I wasn't as uncomfortable. But now there is this one lady in my church. Her name was Alice. God love this woman. She kind of scared me. You know, sure. she was very kind, hard of hearing, so I had to speak up a little bit. Uh, but, for, but for some reason, she just kind of like freaked There's me out. There's some old I, people that are like that, that are just kind of weird. <laughs> But she wasn't weird. No. It was my my own self going yeah. like, this is weird because she's old. Yeah. It's terrible. Like um, right. now when I think about it, but when you're a child, you go, I don't know. You what have to no do frame it. of reference. You know, you have no context. Right. And that's something we talk about all the time. Like when you're six, you have absolutely no context to a 30 year old, let alone a 96 year old or a 60 year old. Right. I mean, you just don't understand. Like I thought my parents were ancient. And I remember <laughs> that time when. When I turned 40 and I'm like, man, I remember my dad turning 40 and me giving him such a hard time. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's not like cool, you know? 
And so I'm like, okay. So it's all about context, and we talk about that all the time. But I think now that we're in our, we're considered quote unquote middle aged, that we can look forward to somebody older. And even though we still don't have the context, we can look backwards and say, oh, I can extrapolate what it must be like. And it's crazy, mm-hmm. right? And so to get their perspective on it is so important because you're like, that's important to me. You know, that matters. Somebody used the term and they were older and they said they were chronologically advantaged. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I they love are. that term. Yeah. Because it's not like you're old. I just have more experience. And it's not positive always. It's just I've seen things. I yeah. know things. I can share things. You know, those hidden gems are the things that I remember the most. I carry with me. I'll remember those conversations more. It wasn't a planned program on TV. It wasn't anything else. It was those moments when these people who are just living their lives share with you. I always come away better. Yeah. No, absolutely. I totally understand that. You know, it's like, it's just the context. It's like, you just want to learn, right? And that's kind of what like, this whole podcast that Brian and I are doing, right? This is all it's about. It's a We always ask a lot of questions. It's about context. It's about asking questions. It's about learning. It's about knowing that we don't know it all and that's okay. And just kind of like, okay, that's why I love engaging with people that are different than me. You know, and listen, that's why. Listen first, yeah. speak second. Yeah, and sometimes that doesn't happen during the course of this podcast, but sometimes we're just talking and rambling and kind of like we're doing now. So I think maybe we just like leave it there for people for this one. What do you think, Brian? Until next time, this is Brian. This is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.